Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to the Stratosphere. <laughs> it is Monday, September 12th. Um, I'm coming off a tail end of a very eventful weekend. I had a teaching class yesterday. We were in Cuba. I was super, super stoked about the little uh, extras that I have. I ordered some little mini looking suitcases and um, I stuffed them with uh, these Cuban chocolates. Uh, one of them was like chocolate slash nougat and the other one was uh, white chocolate coated wafers and they both had almonds in them. <sighs> None of that's important really. But um, so I was super stoked about the extras. I was so super stoked about the class. And then it just ended up being a lackluster experience for me. Um, due to, uh, due to someone making me just really feel like nothing I was doing was good enough. Like, just the entire class, just the commentary, and, like, it was just one particular person was just constantly critiquing for two hours, and for me, that was just really, really draining, and it brought the entire energy and the dynamic of my class down, and then it also just really saddened me, because, I mean, y'all know how I am when I go in these classes, I'll be hyped, and that just kind of ruined it for me, but the universe look out for the kid, and so, um... A uh, oh my god, <laughs> a um, all these interruptions. A interview that I did a while back amazingly got posted today, so that kind of leveled my energy. So, because I know that a lot of y'all don't take the time to click on the things that I share in that respect I mean you might not even hear this either but you know I've learned that people will listen to things before they will read them so uh I'm gonna read you guys the questions and the answers that I had for the interview let's get it I did an interview with these people a while ago. Um, uh, I want to say maybe about two, no, maybe like a year and a half or so ago. I did an interview with a different side of their installation, and um, it was it was really really cool. And so I guess they have a new side of life that they're doing. So um, the site is called uh, CanvasRebel.com. C A N V-A-S-R-E-B-E-L.com. And I will definitely post a link to the interview and all this kind of stuff uh, in the bio of this so that you can read this interview if you want to, but then also like get into everybody else. And um, they reached out to me and they sent me the questions and all that kind of stuff and I answered them. So we're going to go through everything and uh, then we'll discuss a little bit more at the end. So uh, part one. All right, so today we've got the honor of introducing you to Dimitri Funderburg. We think you'll enjoy our conversation. We've shared it below. All right, Dimitri, thanks for taking the time to share your stories and insight with us today. We'd love to go back in time and hear the story of how you came up with the name of your brand. 
The name of my company is The Starving Gypsy, and it was inspired by my many portions of life. Being a military brat and veteran myself, I have never really felt like there is a specific place I can name as a home base. It often made me feel like a transient, moving from place to place. When I started my culinary journey, I found a sense of community within the people that I had met, but I still found myself being much of a wanderer in the efforts of advancing my career. Later, I realized that all of those experiences have greatly influenced my not only one, how I cook, but the why of my cooking. I have learned that a huge portion of doing what I do has come out of the need or starving for connection through a world that I feel I have often begged, borrowed, and stole from to create my existence. Dimitri, love having you share your insights with us. Before we ask you more questions, maybe you can take a moment to introduce yourself to our readers who might have missed our earlier conversations. I am the owner culinary magician and mastermind behind the starving gypsy it is a small black owned female owned veteran owned business that provides private chef services where we specialize in mini to micro size events that feature global cuisine we also provide culturally centered cooking classes that aim to naturalize history context and connection through the creation of food from all over the world becoming a chef and creating the space now was not always the plan but definitely a predetermined destination i am the only child of two military affiliated parents army to be exact with everything that was instilled in me from that upbringing my father often cooked for the troops on base and my mother baked i was on the receiving end of all of those gifts and i will say growing up a military kid immersed in so many cultures of the world left a huge impact on my adult life i was taught that the best way to learn about another world outside of your own bubble is to sit down cook and break bread with other people my father believed that if you took the time to learn and appreciate the food of others you could in turn understand more about them because at the core of it everything comes back to the people and yes It is about the food, but most importantly, it is about the people that create it and the reasons why they do. That is the emotion that we try to create as a company. I want people to leave with not only the memories of great food, but also an overall feeling of community and camaraderie. Let's talk about resilience next. Do you have a story you can share with us? I will say that I have had many times in this industry especially while being a business owner, that I have wanted to quit due to a host of microaggressions, limited visibility, and other things. That, however, has never stopped me from doing what I enjoy to do and what I consider to be a huge portion of my purpose. Last year, I lost my father very swiftly and unexpectedly to cancer. And as a business owner, the world continues moving around you even when yours has stopped. This was the most difficult part of my journey thus far that forced me to pull from storages inside that I had no idea existed. My father was a man that worked incredibly hard, but his passion for life and uplifting others around him was deeper and stronger than that. And through that loss, I had to realize that that same passion lived in me. The biggest lesson I have learned here is that no matter what happens, you are always enough. What you do is enough. And if you do not think you have it in you, sometimes you have to be still, quiet, and sit with yourself. That is the only way that you will be able to see your true reflection and understand that whatever talent you have is good enough for the world. And keep going. And then they asked me, um, like books and videos or things like that, that um, I would uh, 
recommend and I will say definitely go to um, the actual link and you'll see the books that I put on there but definitely some by by Bourdain and then um, just a whole host of books by black women that I admire Um, and actually I think there's three books on here by men and then everything else is like women that uh, I 100% admire and that have pushed me and all of those things uh so yeah that's that's the interview uh nothing too big nothing too crazy um I'm glad that this got posted today because it really did like I sat back here and I reread what my answers were to these questions and like it kind of just like reaffirmed why I do what I do and you know I am human I am not perfect everybody does not have a good day but not even just that really everybody's not gonna like everything and sometimes people here take out a lot of stuff on you for no reason and it's just it's 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 a no it's annoying but but it uh you know it, it is what it is and I have to learn how to not really take in the other aspects of the world when they come at you crazy about things that you can't control. Like sometimes um, (laughs) it's that whole thing of not knowing the background effect. Like in reference to this particular class, there were certain things that I was supposed to have that I thought was going to be there at the location that was gone. And so I had to pull shit out the sky to make things work. But people don't know that and people don't care. That's one of the biggest things about being in the service industry. Like, you're a magician. You make things happen. People, like, everything can be burning around around you in the background. But you still push through. You make it happen. And people don't feel that. And I pride myself on being able to take the brunt of certain things sometimes and make sure that other people don't feel it and yesterday was one of those situations where like I feel like maybe like one person's behavior and the fact that it was just so grating and exhausting um and draining could have affected uh the the vibe of the room and then that sucks and I don't know but again like I said this interview being posted really 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 um leveled everything out and made me feel really really better about the fact that like I do put in a strong effort to do good work and in reference to everything in reference to every portion of my life like everything that I do is for the betterment of the human race and I will always be that person and I am this person because my mother is that person to everybody that she meets she's incredibly selfless without thinking that she is and my father was the same but like in a different vein like they both are incredibly giving people with no questions asked they both accept everybody for who they are where they're at when they're at and if I did not have the parents that I had 
I would not be the person that I am. And oftentimes being out here and oftentimes being in other spaces that I have been in before, other people and their projections and their insecurities make me feel lesser than for absolutely no reason. And I have to be able to sit back and really full scope take a lot of things in and realize that no kid the kid's in the picture the kid is still in the picture and you're doing a good job and don't let this other shit on the outside make you feel different and um I I say that today because that's one of the things that I want people to have as a takeaway when you come into contact with me in any way shape or form like I want you to feel safe and um I want you to feel like something that I say all the time is that your existence is not only necessary but it's warranted and that your experience is your experience and that your story and whatever narrative that your story is is yours and don't let anybody tell you any different and be that person be yourself be whoever you feel like you should be at this moment at this time and if you feel like being a different person tomorrow be a different person tomorrow and the energy that's supposed to find its way around you will and the stuff that's not supposed to be there (laughs) will often um, fall apart dwindle away and uh, find its way out the door so yeah I'm going to post the link to the interview at the end of this this is a very quick cast today uh, because I need to edit something else but then also because I just really wanted to read some of the interview and just share a couple of things with you guys I feel like I should pick a day that I normally cast but to be honest like I said before I'm gonna just do stuff organically when I feel like it and when I don't feel like it because there will be times where I don't want to talk to anybody because that does happen often for me then you just won't hear anything so there'll be plenty of stuff to catch up with in the meantime um part of the usual take care of each other take care of yourselves Apparently, there's polio in New York. Like, I don't know what's going on out here. Just stay safe, y'all. Till the next time. Bye.